Hey everyone, welcome to Behind the Usher Station podcast. I am Jonathan. I am here with my two co-hosts. Introduce your lovely selves. I'm I guess I'm going for... Well, <laughs> usually, usually Jonathan says a name. We're off our flow, apparently. It's been um, a long time. We it has been. Uh, no, but- it has. It's been only three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> since the it's last time we recorded. It's been longer than that since we recorded. Has it been longer than three weeks? It feels like Listen, I've been inside for too long. I can't tell what time is anymore. I'm what is inside. Time? I go into a office building with a windowless room where I talk to the same five people. Like we're in Vegas. They don't have clocks. Um, but anyway, I will let Alex introduce herself first. <laughs> yes, I'm Alex. That is my cat. You will see and hear throughout the podcast. Uh, and this is my messy space that I didn't get. I don't know if you can even see, like you say messy space, all I see is a white void behind you because there's just, your room is so bright with those white walls. Yeah, it just looks white with like a couple, like I see a chair and... My day of the dead blanket. Yeah, I see It's covering the mess actually. (laughs) And I'm eating popcorn a little bit uh, because I don't eat regular food anymore like an adult. I guess this is adult food now. It is. Listen, like it is like, it's just like when I started buying fruit gushers all the time when I like became an adult and I was like, it's not that I'm eating kid snacks. It's that I'm an adult and I can eat whatever I want. Okay. So don't, don't judge me. I gushers love gushers. Are good. I haven't had They're one. great. It's not a judgment at all. For real. Um, and Jerome, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm Jerome. Um, and, uh, doing good. And, uh, Little, little, uh, like had a little caffeine, just a little bit to wake me up a bit. So I'm, I'm kind of, I might be in and out, but you know, I'm here. So. <laughs> All right, on that caffeine life. Mm-hmm. All right, now for today's episode, we're gonna be doing part two of something we call the magic jar episode, where we have a whole bunch of random topics in a jar that Alex has written and created. And we're going to pull one out and discuss it on the fly. We have no idea what the topic is. It might, and it might have actual magic in it. Who knows? It might. Who knows? Cure for COVID might be in there. Who knows? I mean, I got a Ouija board. I'm sure I could put a demon in there or something. That's not magic. Let's, let's, that's that's definitely form. not magic. <laughs> it's a form of magic, all right? I'm just saying. Everybody's so weary about demons. I... All right, drum roll, please. what we got here we go alex is i feel like when you say drum roll i'm now have to find like when i edit this the audio version i'm gonna have to find a sound effect that's you're gonna have to find a sound effect (laughs) facts about you where's my camera Uh, we we can't read that (laughs) i was trying let's grab a different one because facts about you that's I don't even I don't even know why I wrote the, I don't even know what that one was about. I, I can I can say one fact about me. I was born on Friday the thirteenth. Creepy. Yeah. That explains why you're so weird sometimes. <laughs> Let's see. What about you? What about you, Jerome? A fact about you. Uh I share a birthday with Robin Williams, who is Aww. my hero. I uh, I love I love Robin Williams. I, Robin Williams. I, I wish he was still alive to this day. But uh, it's cool. I feel somewhat connected to uh, Robin, Robin Williams. Like, you know, when people are like, Where, why do you tell jokes all the time? Robin Williams inspired me to, like, appreciate yeah. comedy and love comedy in, his, in the way that he loved and appreciated comedy. So, yeah, that's, like, my thing that I enjoy. Should I, should I do a birthday fact? I guess I that, so. yeah. be a that was the only one I could think of that was actually like interesting because nothing else, no facts about me. There's no other facts about me that are like, oh, that's that's really interesting. I, I have like one fact about me as a my birthday, but it's kind of a downer. So go for it. I almost died when I was born. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'm Isn't a C-section. True? I'm a C-section baby too. Ooh. And same. I like yeah, and I like to tell people I've never been born. Cause you didn't go, I didn't go through the way. They yanked me out. I Wait, like was, to call it, they yanked me out. Was it that you had a hard time breathing when you were, uh, when you were born? No, I wouldn't move. 
Ah, I see. I like so when you're pre- right before you give birth, the baby goes like its head turns, mm-hmm. and then it starts going down, and it goes down to the lower side of the like where the baby's held. Uh, I stayed where I was. I didn't turn. I didn't do anything. Uh, I was pretty much just lazy in the wound. And they were like, well, we'll wait to see if she moves. And then after a couple hours, they're like, she hasn't even turned around. So we're just going to go in and get her. That reminds me of uh, at the turn of the century, there used to be a medical practice they used to do for, well, I say medical, but not really. Because back then medicine was less, less factual than it is now. I mean, they used to believe that the way to cure the crazy was to pull all their teeth out. Um, uh, but um, the for when you were uh, like in the 1900, early 1900s, if you were pregnant, one of the home remedies they used to do if the baby just wasn't coming, like coming out or uh, turning was they would put your pregnant belly in cold water because the baby would want, would uh, leave, or I don't know if it's the belly, they put like a piece of your body that's close to that portion, you know, to the uterus to cold water because it would make the baby move away from the cold because it wants to be warm. That's Wait, but you're like your there. upper half. If you're in cold water, then the only way for the baby to get out would be to go into the cold water. So wouldn't the baby want to stay inside where it's warm so they wouldn't have to reach the cold water? As far as it knows, outside the body is just is is like any temperature. Inside the body is warm and including heading towards this exit with the big exit sign that says have okay. a nice day. So I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain something about the the uterus. That wouldn't work because the the uterus, the sac in which a baby is held, is like temperature controlled. Hold so on, that's why it's up. no longer practice. Are yeah, you gonna look that, up facts about oh, uteruses? No, 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 no. I'm looking up what what this is that our is episode called. facts about uterus. Cool. Facts about you. Facts I about almost you. died. Not facts about you. Facts about you, uteruses. I'm looking up like what that was called back in that day because I can't remember what it was called. It, I looked up cold I mean, water we, for birthing. It says, is it safe to drink cold water after delivery? <laughs> no. You're not supposed to. That's why they give you ice It chips. says, no, it does say that. Yeah, it says drinking cold water if giving birth is believed to cause colds and prevent the shrinking of the womb, but there is no study to confirm the same. Doesn't matter. That's not what this podcast is about today. I just well, What the hell is this? How about we talk about a fact that connects us to a show or a movie? What is your favorite show, Jerome? <laughs> favorite show? Yeah. About giving a- birth? <laughs> we can go on the topic. No, um, my, no, my favorite show. I remember a movie, though, really quick. I remember a movie. I watched this when I was younger, and I really don't think I should have. It has Richard Gere in it. And I remember this scene and this scene only. He's like a doctor and like some middle of nowhere and it's a woman giving birth and they show everything and i've always i've wanted to like ask my mom like what was that movie that was so horrid and she like i just don't want to know because i know i will go back and watch it there's like always movies like just google richard gear movie giving richard birth. birthing scene i don't want <laughs> uh, there's always those movies that like you remember a specific scene but you kind of don't want to watch it because you're like, well, I remember the rest of the movie kind of being crap. That's why I'm not remembering it. Or the rest being like horrible, like gross or something. Yeah, I remember there's there's that with the TV show. It's it's not that it's gross. It's just that <laughs> there's a TV show that I watched like one, maybe two times as a kid. And I really loved it. And it was on some channel that was like not Nickelodeon or Disney or pbs or anything and i really liked it and i could never ever find it again i don't know the name of it i haven't been able to find it as like an adult not that i've like searched for it as an adult but i've, I've never been able to <laughs> to find it and it frustrates me like this much but nonetheless it still frustrates me. it's like there well that happened with me but you helped me find the show sagua Oh yeah, Sagwa the, uh, the uh, Chinese, Chinese cat. Chinese cat, yeah. Yeah, who drew with her. I always remembered that show, such in detail, and I remember the bat being her friend and everything. 
never could remember the name and not I wasn't even sure like what to look up I actually thought they were in Japan I remember I'm like oh it's in like Imperial Japan and then you were finally like it's Sago and I'm like what <laughs> everything came flooding back yeah I remember so oh go ahead Jerome no I was gonna say what was the jar though <laughs> what, what time did you get with the jar <laughs> You got on like, a tangent back on top and stuff like that. Oh. We haven't actually done the one thing we told the audience we were gonna do. Yeah, let's pick a proper topic. Fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just sitting here yeah. like, we're talking, what are we talking about? <laughs> this is us catching up. We haven't spoken in a while. Okay. Yeah. You know a movie I just watched recently while you're getting the topic? Drive. I finally watched Drive. Never seen it. Wait. Oh. That's with, with the limo drivers, right? No, with Ryan Gosling. No, never heard of it. It's oh, uh, really? It's a um. It was a big movie for a while back in two thousand. I want to say seven or nine. One or two. It was like just before the twenty tens, if not the early twenty tens. Um, but it's a a movie about Ryan Gosling. I don't want to spoil for you like what the plot is because it's better to go into the movie cold. Um, but like the the easiest way to describe it without giving away anything is it's about Ryan Gosling, and he is um, a stoic um, uh, stunt driver who finds himself in a in a serious predicament while trying to fall in love with a woman. That's the best way I could describe it, without spoiling anything else. Um, but it's a it's a good movie. It's pretty decent actually. Great soundtrack, and it's on Amazon Prime. That's where I watched it. Or, yeah, Amazon Prime uh, Video. So if you have Prime Video, watch Drive. It's a good movie. All right. Show something real quick. Um, sorry. Like, you can tell which ones I made first, because, look, I noticed I tried to origami them. <laughs> and you ended up making paper airplanes? And then, and then here is the, like, I just gave up and crumpled things. You can tell which ones I tried to start, like, so, and then I gave up like a wrapper, wrapper paper gun. English is not my strong suit lately. So I anyway, know, I like how your name on Zoom is Aline. That's just what it picked. I don't <laughs> know why. Well, it's Alex. It's A L E for Alexandra on, and then A N for. Uh, it was just like you. I, I Andrade. There we go. <laughs> I, I forgot how to pronounce your last name. I was like, I know what it is, but I don't know how to pronounce it right now. <laughs> Jonathan, you pick a movie. Jonathan movie. Jonathan movie. What does that mean? Do I? You I, pick a movie to talk a, about. A movie you starred yeah. in, and uh, and we're gonna talk about it. So. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> we should talk about that uh, short film you were in, the cartoon one where you were a snake. I haven't oh. seen that. I don't know what that oh is. Oh my God! It's great, and like and I'll. An hour. I loved it. It was great. And we should find it. I completely wiped that from my memory. I forgot. Why? You were. Side note. Okay. So anyone out there. We'll post it on Instagram too, but go on. Sure. Yes, we'll do that. Um, There's a website called hitrecord.org. And it was partially created by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who you know from 10 Things I Hate About You, among many other things. Um, and if you love any type of creative aspect, writing, drawing, animating, acting, voiceover, anything, then this site is for you because you get to collaborate with different people from across the world on a whole bunch of different creative projects. Some of them are actually funded so you can actually get paid from those projects. Many of them are, you know, just for fun, you get to collaborate and create so many great things with so many great people. It's just an awesome website. They're not sponsored by us. I just wanted to shout them out real quick on this podcast. Speaking and which, that's where the snake uh, animation came from. Gotcha. Speaking say your, which, say your line. Me. Wait, really quick. Say your line. I don't remember. What was it? It was like, uh, good looking out, girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um... Ah, ha, ha, good looking out, <laughs> girl. <laughs> there was no girl. <laughs> was yeah, what? Well, I thought it was girl. 
Anyway, we'll post it later. Leave that without context we'll, right we'll now. Do a, we'll do a side no, by no, side no. thing yeah. right now and the the cartoon so we can Just, see how, how it held up. Yeah, we'll do like a reaction. We might do a reaction now to that. Because I, I, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Um, it's adorable. But anyway, move, Jonathan, what's a movie we're going to review? What, what, what are we going to talk about? Um, okay, what have we all... S- oh, okay. Um, let's talk about un hinged let's oh, yeah. talk about the movie oh yeah the movie we <laughs> you know, all saw we, together we sure didn't and i still haven't posted i'm a, you know i'm gonna do that today i'm gonna do it today i'm gonna make it hold on got my sticky notes i'm gonna make a sticky note note right now that i'm gonna post that video that we filmed on my phone oh uh, our, our quickie review yes i'm like I'm I'm okay so oh. um, um about a uh, a month ago alex jerome and i went to a drive-in about an hour away um from you from me <laughs> about an hour and a half from y'all um and we had a great time and we saw the movie unhinged starring russell crowe um, and nobody else because i honestly don't know the names of any of the other actors no, I don't know <laughs> but i didn't even oh, recognize oh, it was so russell Bro, that was like insane to me. I was like in total disbelief. That man has really let himself go. I don't think he let himself go. I think it was for this role he put on a lot of weight. Because just before this, a lot of people were talking about that. They were like, Russell Crowe's getting pretty fat. And it's like, and I don't, I don't think he needed to be honestly that fat for this movie. I think it made him look. No, part of it was, part of it, it, a good chunk is him. Literally, a good chunk is him. Um, He's just back from his gladiator days. So, yeah, I didn't recognize him at all, and it was just jarring to me. Well, what's the last Russell Crowe movie you've seen? No clue. Well, outside of my hand, because that's the <laughs> that is one. But. I, I, I don't. Let me take a look at what he's been in recently, because other than Unhinged, because Liam as a Rob was like the last thing he had been in big uh, before Unhinged. I don't know. You might have that was in 2012. Yeah. Have I not seen him in anything since 2012? Now, see, he was in a miniseries called The Loudest Voice, and he was fat in that too. Hmm. Alex, <laughs> you are going to get us in trouble with <laughs> The mummy. He was in the awful, oh awful mummy. Oh my god! How did we forget that? <laughs> because everybody wants to forget. What was he in? I didn't hear. The mummy. Mummy with Tom what? Cruise. 2017. I never saw that. So good. You saved yourself some time and money. <laughs> like don't, they don't want. Don't. You know what? Let's just bash the mummy right now. It's trash. First off, All right, first it's off, trash. They make one of the most racist comments ever. When the guy's like, oh, we're like basically grave robbers. And he's like, oh, no, we're liberators of antiques. Like, no, that was not okay. Or like, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, after I heard that with, comment, I was, was like, with oh. the, the archaeologist lady who's like, I'm totally an archaeologist. Also, like, you know, even though I look like a supermodel and haven't said anything that makes me seem like a credible archaeologist. In that this film. and the fact that she somehow was able to gain all this military clearance that put her above like generals and lieutenants and stuff like that it's like she's a professor like who is in charge of all this she's well the same type of professor that the the girl in transformers 5 who's like i'm totally a professor i'm not like a supermodel who just put on glasses see i'm a professor now. There was half an hour into that film, I had, what is it, about 18 problems with it, right off the bat. 18. And I literally wrote them down, and I got halfway into that movie, and I was like, I can't do it anymore. The only scene I enjoyed was when Tom Cruise was like, I'm going to stand up to the mummy woman, and she smacked the hell out of him and knocked him to the ground so fast. I was like, dang, that's how your mama smack you when you when the streetlights come on, and you so late, <laughs> like it's just, just I'm, we're gonna put, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find that video, put it on Instagram for everyone to see, just that clip. The the guy um who played like his his 
do you remember the guy talked about Jake Johnson? Yeah, who Jake was Johnson. like, yeah, uh, he the guy Spider Man, by the way, in Spider Verse, he plays uh, Peter Parker, Spider Man. Really? Yeah, he plays he's on uh, New Girl, right? Yeah, he's he on New Girl. Is, that's where he got started. Well, that's where he got big. I don't know if that's yeah. where he got start, but that's I, no, where, that's I where think got he got started. But he was like the only one I liked in that whole movie, and he was a comedy relief person. But I didn't understand if he was a ghost, a hallucination, like an apparition, part of the curse. I couldn't figure out what he was. He's a good the movie then, because he kept doing being all three. Sometimes he could interact with people, sometimes not. Right, he was interacting and then he'd like just disappear. But then like he was there when Cruz was just going crazier. But at the end, he's like, thanks for like bringing me back. And I'm like, wait, so you were dead. But you just look like maybe a zombie, like the walking dead, like the mommy had brought on to be like a servant or something. I don't know. That movie made zero sense. And another thing that upset me was that how hard is it to kill a baby? Why are you summoning a demon for that? No, no, no. Jonathan, don't. Hearing you, no. hearing you talk about this movie, I'm like, what did I miss? Now I want so, to. And then here's the thing. The baby thing is is the dumb thing. My dumb thing was, why is there like a she, uh, 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 basically an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D monster force in this movie led by nick fury oh i'm sorry russell crowe aka dr jekyll and mr hyde who's yeah for some well, reason in yeah. charge even though he's clearly unstable very unstable or, they put the most unstable for, oh um, <laughs> we did a full circle but seriously <laughs> she kills the baby and her father or the pharaoh all while they're sleeping she could have just done that she didn't need to summon demonic a demonic presence. She snuck into their bedroom at night and murdered them like any Alex, crazy you've seen the movie. That whole movie is just a series of how can I do this one thing that is simple, the most complicated way possible. It and that's is. That's every scene in that movie is that. <laughs> and how are they still in the military when they keep stealing stuff? They would have been discharged. They keep leaving their unit and everything. Because I'm Tom Cruise. You can't fire me. I'll just run away. It's my thing. With his pumpy arm run. <laughs> He's got a pumpy arm run. He does. All right. Anyway, uh, unhinged though. Russell Crowe. <laughs> okay. I was I was just sitting here like Jonathan was waiting for his turn to jump in. He's like, I, look, I, I see the mummy. I don't know what else to say. Watch the watch the mummy and then next I still got like a list of problems with it. Watch it. Well, you know and what we should we'll do. We'll be angry about it to, all together. Alex, Remember that time after we saw the mummy, me and you made a whole, we literally wrote the whole dark universe <laughs> from start it to finish. It wasn't the mummy. It wasn't the and mummy. And we didn't was... include the mummy because we said it was dumb. <laughs> no, 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 no. We didn't do that with the mummy. We did that with, what was the one before that? No, we did the, uh, it was after the mummy came out. We thought okay. about it. And then we were like, okay, well, our, ours would start with the creature of the Black Lagoon to be like the first movie. And yeah. then... From there, we were going to do, like, Frankenstein, I think. But, like, all of it would take place in either modern day or, like, as a period piece in, like, the 60s. I think modern day would be better. Modern day probably would be better. I, my only thing is modern day just proves, uh, provides a lot of issues. <laughs> um, Cell phones. regards to technology. Yeah, technology. It's why even in Unhinged, they get rid of cell phones immediately. Like, they want to make sure people can't contact people. But they don't, though. Okay, so, yes. Jonathan, ex explain Unhinged. Speaking yeah, of tell, us the, tell us the plot, the quick, quick synopsis. Unhinged, and there will be spoilers in this. So, if you are a diehard Unhinged fan and you don't want to be spoiled, I'm saying that very sarcastically, then... Pause here, watch it, and come back. But anyway, Unhinged um, basically tells the story of a woman who is being followed slash chased by a man who is unhinged. That's basically the that's basically the story. I feel like the subtitle for this movie should be uh, "You Get What You Deserve, Karen." Period. <laughs> she wasn't a Karen. Yeah, she, all she did was honk at the guy, and that set him off. Listen, 
All right. She could have just did a little cat courtesy tap. Count down. You know, she doesn't know. That man could have oh, been having a that's peanut. Literally. For all we know, he could have been eating some um some uh whatever the brand's called, uh, you know, with the little peanut man with the monocle and stuff. Um, so planters. He could have been eating some planters peanuts, right? Just having a little nice light snack. Turns out he's got a tree nut allergy. He's totally dying in the front seat, and she got the nerve to honk at him. He could be dying. She don't know. He just out there's all she He's a grown man. He should know already if he has a peanut allergy. <laughs> Eating straight peanuts is kind of his own fault. Yeah. Peanuts when you know. Here's okay. Answer me this: Why? Why do people who are lactose intolerant eat ice cream still? Oh, I can answer that because I'm lactose intolerant. It just gives you delicious. It it gives you because it's delicious. Exactly. No, 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 no. There's a difference between intolerance and allergy. Allergy will kill you. Intolerance, I just get sick for like a minute and hang out in the bathroom for half an hour and then I'm good. And ice cream is so good. Like, you yes. that up. Peanuts, like, you could give up peanuts. <laughs> ice cream is so good. I love the Reese's ice cream. But anyway, like um, so in this movie, there's like a, the build, the, the like uh, beginning of the film. It's like this huge traffic scene. Like, she's stuck in traffic for like 15 No, no. The, the first of this, the movie is Russell Crowe literally destroying his ex-wife's house you can but see before, him but before that even he takes a hammer to her current husband and before like, that he <laughs> creepily sits in his car in the rain and that's another thing that bothered me he had his window open just a crack which was really unnecessary and it was a nice car he had and just like it would have gotten flooded well, it's a pickup truck. It's probably built for, you know, you know, built for no, 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 no. built for but kids. the window is down. Built like it. his seats would have gotten wet, his floor. That was they had a lot of rain portraying everything, uh, to you know, make it how it was. And then just there was no reason for his window to be open a crack like Here's that. Here's the thing, Alex. Here's what you don't understand, okay? When I'm ready to murder somebody, the last thing I'm worried about is rain getting in my vehicle. Like that's not at the top of the list of my concern. <laughs> It would be for me. I mean, I'm going to go on the run. I want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable in my car. I don't want it to smell like mold. All right, mold is gross. It's got a bad smell. I don't want my murderous pickup truck to have I that mean, smell. At my at the, like you know, my top of my list is how am I going to dispose of these bodies? How am I going to kill this person? Am I, well, am I even going to be? He able didn't. To so it? he well, didn't. He there. didn't bother disposing of the bodies. He just killed he them for the house. You know, so it wasn't house really house. a disposal of the bodies. It was just leaving them and letting yeah. the house burn. So that means the window could have been on his list. He could have cared about his car a little more. <laughs> I'm just saying, that was a big truck, but it was a good truck. It took a lot of damage. When you have a good truck, you respect it. Didn't I tell you it's built for Tiff? All right? It's going to be all right. <laughs> but can we answer this like major question of the film? Why is her kid going to a school where you have to take the freeway or get through like 30 minutes? That didn't make sense either. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and he and he was like what? He looked like 14, 13, and he was in an elementary or, school. Yeah, 13, 12, or he looked like 12. I guess he looked 12. like he should be in middle school. He was in elementary school. Yeah, middle school. It might be a middle school, elementary school. We had a few of those it, in my hometown where it was like. It just said elementary school, though. Oh. Did it, did, was there a sign? I think, I think they said elementary school. And I was like, that oh. kid look, looks like he was way too old. I think I even said that. You know what? No, yeah. she did say that because he asked how old the kid was. And they, I think she said 10. And I was like, he is not 10. No. He's way too tall. If he is 10, he's hit one heck of a growth spurt. And his voice is getting a lot more deeper <laughs> for a 10-year-old. There's no way he's 10. He's, he's got to be at least 12. Right. No, I agree with that. Um. He just, the police response time was very realistic. I'll give him that. Uh, he was able to kill a bunch of people before they even got near the Yeah. He ran that over. Not, that whole city was dangerous, though. Because remember when he's at the gas station and he drives and hits that dude who's trying to help her or whatever? Yeah. He, he hits her and drives off. Then a random pedestrian who's not even a part of this entire debacle 
is the one that kills this man and runs him over, who clearly had time to stop and hit the brakes or something, swerve out the way right over. Pedestrian is a person who walks. You mean just oh, a random sorry. car? Sorry. Yes. I was um, thinking for a second, I'm like, the pedestrian my bad. Just, like him? <laughs> yes, a person walking at full speed of exactly 25 miles an hour <laughs> killed this man. No, a person driving another vehicle drove up and killed this guy. And I'm like, that wasn't even Russell's crow's fault. He didn't know that person was coming. As far as he's concerned, I ran him he over. He purposely ran him over. Yeah, that was still his fault. He threw this man with his car in the and middle of the road. He was trying to help the woman. He was okay, the woman but here's the thing, though. At the court of law, who do you think they're going to uh, say killed this man? Russell Crowe oh. and drove off and left him alive or the person who definitely killed him running it's him over in the street? Intentional manslaughter with and a deadly weapon. Russell Crowe can still be charged. We should figure out his name and stop calling him Russell Crowe. <laughs> that just gets leaked out. Russell Crowe. The whole movie? Uh, hold on. Hold on yeah, he has, they say his name. I just can't remember what it was. Um, Man. His name was Man? It's literally... Russell Cr man. Oh, wow. no, they don't say his name. Okay. They don't say his name. <laughs> so we'll just call him Russell Crowe for the sake of this movie. Because who, who would know his name in the movie? No one would say, well, hey. they kept well, reporting him on the news. That's what I meant by they say it his name. Like the well, news they, they, did it, they did it at the beginning when they talked about him killing his ex-wife. But then afterwards, they didn't know it was the same person. So they're like, oh, the man killed the other man in the diner. And they didn't know who he was. Also, that scene was brutal. Good God. That poor yeah. man. Because the all he took was the coffee cup just smashing into his face. And then he tilled him by the by the necktie. That poor man didn't deserve that. He didn't he didn't ask for that. Why did nobody call the cops? They were because all, all what would you do? You would you would like oh, well, correction. Alex, you're pretty tough. So I'm sure you would do something. But the average person probably would just be like frozen in shock at the fact that this man is getting brutalized in this diner and all I came here to do was enjoy my pancakes and sausage. No, the average person would for. probably pull out their phone. And Actually, that's what they, they did. So that they in did some, that. Yeah, yeah, they did and then they had recordings. That's true. Yeah, I think maybe that's what it, because I'm because like one time I heard somebody scream across the street and I almost, you know, ran across before I realized what was going on. It was just somebody being stupid and I was like, oh, it's those fight or flight instincts, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, like, those people had, like, neither. They sat there and well, enjoyed the, their pancakes. Here's the thing. We've talked about a lot of uh, scenes and things that have happened in this movie. But, you know, we haven't actually been reviewing the film. <laughs> what did you guys think about the performances from everybody? Uh, both the, the mom character, Russell Crowe. They're kind of the main people. But um, also, if you want to throw in the supporting characters, too, like her brother, who lives with her um, or her kid? You know, what what do you guys think of the performances, though? I thought they were good. They were solid performances. Um, however, my issue probably would be within the casting. I didn't believe. Granted, there are like young mothers, but I thought at first, even Alex, I whispered to you, I was like, I thought I thought that was his sister that was yeah. driving I the mom I thought the mom was the boy's sister um well she is like, a sister but she's not his sister right she's the sister of the other guy who got killed yeah um no he's fine he's alive his yeah, girlfriend got killed no they find out at the end that he's he's fine badly burned but fine uh the cops come in and sit and make sure you hear that line to be like no 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 he's okay he's just hurt and I'm okay. like I don't know. I mean, he got, he was on fire last time yeah. I saw him. He, I imagined he died. Right. Um, but, and like we also said, the boy, he was he at least looks like old. 12, yeah. 12, 13 years old. So, um, but other than that, I thought the performances were solid. Alex? I think I, I did like the lead female. I think I like how they wrote her as she did try to make a plan. Uh, you know, sending the cops to different locations, getting people where, and doing all that. And that was very smart of her to try to send them to different places. I think she should have called her brother to give him like a heads up more so after she like talked to the police. I didn't like the brother or his girlfriend. They were kind of annoying. To I get 
what they were supposed to be like another risk in this in this you know unhinged game but at the same time they felt really unnecessary they were kind of shown as like we're moochers and hippies you know we're just kind of living here and it kind of sucks because this is all while she's going through this horrible divorce her ex-husband's trying to take the money take the house and they're just like freeloading they can't even help with like the dishes or anything they so it was like the i felt like they were unnecessary in the actual way but like yeah i get what they were doing there as an emotional game piece um i didn't like the boy he didn't he, like he annoyed me he got better no he so he he did listen to his mother nearing the end but there was that moment and it bothered me and i told you guys where when Russell Crowe first pulls up, she tells him, don't put down the window. Don't engage. What does the boy do? Puts down the window and engages. And like, what? just listen to your mother. Why are you doing that? Why are you engaging with a random stranger on the road? Stranger danger. Was the child not taught that? <laughs> to be fair, I, I understand where the boy is coming from because his mom is a bit of like, just a, a, a what's it called? I want to say it in a way that seems a little nicer. Is is it, she's a screw up? There Erratic. we go. That's the best way to say it. She's she's just failing on almost every degree. She can't keep her clients. She's always late. All right. When she when she's taking him to school, he's like, "Mom, you gotta get on the freeway. Like, don't get on the freeway. Use the back road so I can get there on time. Because you know, if I don't get there on time, I'm gonna get detention." She's like, "No, I'm gonna use the freeway. It'll be fine." What happens? They hit traffic. And, he's, and, he, and he doesn't say, I told you so, but I can see it in his face. He wants to say, I told you so. So to be fair, I can understand him being like, I'm going to roll down this window because this man is like, you know, listening to you is probably going to get me killed. I'm just going. Well, listening to not listening, apparently almost got them killed, too. Yeah, that was just my whole problem. Like, even still, like, she's trying her best. Like, I can understand that my mom was. She dropped a lot of balls. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, it's always that she tried her best. And that's what I thought when I saw this kid. Like, if my mom told me not to engage, I'm not going to engage. Because, like, first off, I think it's also just because I'm from Chicago. That guy could have had a gun on him. Mm-hmm. Which it looked like it, it, it looked like it took place either, like, I was feeling a Seattle vibe or, like, a Portland or a Vancouver something. Cause it, it, the streets seem similar and it, 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 uh, like the rain, cause it was raining. It was like slight, like not raining a lot, but like, like overcast. Yeah. Yeah. Overcast and it looked like there was rain on the ground. I kind of got like an Oregon, like Portland and Seattle vibe too. And a lot of traffic. Yeah. like it has, a, it has a it basically takes place in like it's all i could see it now on the script where it's like exterior city and that's <laughs> that's no. the movie well the i mean movie is exterior city they're, like they're it all wearing specify. like jackets and sweaters so it could literally be any city in the fall like that could have been a new york city in the fall yeah because um, it did have that look i will say uh i think i think um I like Russell Crowe's performance. I thought he was fine. Um, I don't think he was anything special. Like, it's not like it was like, oh, man, Russell Crowe just stole the whole movie. Um, but it, he, he was a, an effective villain. I did, like, I think it was more just because he's so big, or maybe it's the way they also filmed him, too, to kind of be a little bigger, uh, big and imposing. Like, he just uh, commands presence when he walks in just because of, this, the fact that he's more, most of the scenes he's bigger than everybody else he's interacting I, with. I think it's also that they gave him a southern accent to kind of make him differ between everybody else as well. Yeah. So he had that kind of like in the house cards he kind of had that condescending that condescending tone to him where you kind of just listen because it's like a southern gentleman style going on. Everything he sound, says sounds kind of cool but he's still trying to murder you. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I will say this about Russell Crowe's uh, performance. He, I think he did very well uh, with the re- erratic behavior that he was doing, but when he just got like plain angry, it just kind of like fell flat. Like when those moments where he's like, "Oh," and then it's just like, 
that just feels like normal anger. But when he was more erratic and more like unhinged, it kind of played on that. Like he was dr- abusing drugs and he was, you know, going through all this that where his mentality was just straight up broken. But the anger was such a simple emotion to what they wanted to be a complex character. Okay. So I, uh, sorry to uh, cut in, but um, I looked up the actress's name because I was like, we have to have a name for this person. The mom's name, uh, the actress' name is Karen Pastorius, and her character's name is Rachel, Rachel Hunter. Yeah, I remember her being Rachel. Yeah, so she's Rachel, and actually, I found Russell Crowe's name. It's Tom Cooper. That was his name in the movie. Really? Yeah. So, so we it's found it. Ring a bell. Uh, but um, I don't remember them saying that at all. Uh, but, oh yeah, um, Tom. But you know, uh, uh, I think I think like on the I only looked it up because I was like I'm gonna if I'm gonna talk about Karen I want to I want to get her name right because I think she did she was, um, she was not a Karen she was, I, she I, was I, not I even though her name in real life is Karen <laughs> with a C though not with a K with a C it's C she wasn't a Karen because I would have beeped like that too because he sat at the light for too long no I I, I was just making jokes she wasn't actually being a Karen I, I, like I was just making bad jokes but, <laughs> but can, we, can we talk about at the end of the movie where she sends the son into the house to go hide she stays outside and then later she goes in to you know sneak attack on him why did she not grab a knife from the kitchen downstairs why did she just stay with what was she holding she was holding a, her scissors the scissors Second. She's a big Jordan Peele fan. She saw us and she figured like, you know, th- this is a very effective weapon. I know exactly what I'm going to do with this. I'm going to stick them. I'm going to stick them real good. I felt like that bunny from, from <laughs> us at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I know. So this would be like an intense scene of like and showing the, you know, the cloning process getting out of hand with all these bunnies and all this stuff. But that one bunny was all white with the long black ears. I fell in love. And like, I remember telling you, Jonathan, I was like, I want that bunny so badly. She was so cute. I've never petted a bunny. That's a fact about me. <laughs> funny. That's funny because we have a friend who has who uh, she had a bunny and uh, she <laughs> we've never. Oh, does she not have the bunny anymore? No, no, no. It's uh, the bunny just lives somewhere else. I oh. won't get into details because that's her personal, <laughs> personal. Uh, the bunny <laughs> has decided to move out. It's so hopped I, along. I won't get into details, but yeah, um, it's a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never pet one. I've always wanted to because I hear they're really soft. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I thought the mom. I thought Karen Pastorius though did it. Uh, Pastorius um did a a great job. Um, as the was, mom character, she was sympathetic. I cared for her plight. I was hoping that she would be okay throughout the movie. Um, and did worry for her son. Although a pe- it was one of those things where, because I, I remember watching the trailer, I wasn't sure if the movie was going to play the angle where you're kind of on Russell Crowe's side, because that's what the that's what the trailers made it seem is that she was being unreasonable, and whatever. But then you know when you watch the movie, it's like no, you you get it. Like she's in a rush. She's trying to get somewhere, and she's, that's why she honks on the horn because she's trying to get her son to school. I mean, so, I would have honked that way too, in just right. in a general sense. Click on the actress's name. She is not American. I would put, uh, I, I, I bet. Oh, my God, yeah. Sure Karen Pastorius is South African, born New Zealand actress. Best See, I told you, I can catch him with those fake accents. Yeah, Jonathan did point out during the movie when her accent slipped. <laughs> and you, you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Oh, what yeah. that? She was in Mortal Engines. She was in Mortal Engines. I just saw that. Yeah, she's only 30 years old. So she I is see. probably about the age to have a 10-year-old son at 30. I mean, that yeah. just means you got your son at 20. You had your son young, that's all. Mm-hmm. But she's probably... Like but some 30-year-olds out here playing high schoolers, so... <laughs> that's true, too. Only on the CW. I think they're the only ones left who keep trying to play that trick. I'm just like, no, we're totally teenagers. Look at my, <laughs> look at, look at me. Look, look, look how tall I am. Look how clean my face is. Oh, there's a hair. I got to go shave real quick. I'll be back. They're all very tall too. They're always tall and they're unbelievably chiseled. Most of the men. 
And like they're, they're unbelievably, I'm like, all right, look, no, I, I know in high school, high schoolers work out, but you, you, you're a little too clean. All right. You, you, there's gotta be something else you're doing. You're juicing, you're juicing in high school. Cause drugs are bad for you. Don't do drugs. Kids dare to be different. Remember that? Remember that dare? Remember the lion? Anyway. <laughs> There's a uh, lion over? So, oh, that's the mascot. Wait. That's the dare mascot. Wait, wait. I didn't know. I was on drugs in high school. Let me hold on. Let me find out. I'm, I'm fine now. I'm, I'm running, fine. Wait. Okay. But uh, I want to say about the last thing about the the ending scene where she where they have the big fight and everything. Mm-hmm. Um when she goes to get her son, it's kind of a stupid move. Because the kid was hiding. He was in a safe place and everything. Why would she go and expose him like that? Knowing how Russell Crowe is in this movie, or Tom? Tom. Knowing how, yeah, knowing how the character is, is like a Michael Myers style thing going on where he keeps getting up. Why, why would you go for your son like that? And why wouldn't you wait until there's like more people? She put, put him at risk by doing that. And he had a very good hiding spot. He was like in the safest place. And then she went and tried to pull him because where were they going to go? Both cars were messed up. Where are they trying to run to now? They're literally at their last resort. So I didn't like that ending. I understand why they did it that way, so that both could be in that fight together with him. But in actuality, it was just a stupid move for her to try and grab her son in that moment. She did a lot of stupid things in this movie, and I feel like that was one of them. That was going to be my my critique is less about the performances, more about just the script. I think, uh, which I don't think the script's awful. Like, it's not awful, awful. There are just a lot of places that, as a, as a, I don't know, I feel like an average person wouldn't do that. But then again, a lot of scripts will do that just to keep the plot moving. Of course, you're not going to drop the knife when there's a killer chasing after you. But in, you know, horror movies, they do that. Yeah. Or you're not going to. You can't make a mad dash to the airport. Not anymore with all the security. <laughs> can't get, yeah. So. You're, you're not going to go into the creepy hole when you hear a sound coming from it. I have told people I will leave them behind. There is a moment where a forest or security guard and Lauren wanted to go. They, there was a creepy sound after a concession tax closes clothes and they wanted to go see what it was and I'm like no and they're like well if you hear a scream will you come get us I'm like no I'm going in the theater with 150 people and I will go get help they're like why wouldn't you go after us I'm like no because you guys decided to go scooby-dooing yourselves if you guys get killed that's your own fault I love you but both same for you two you guys have decided to go look for the creepy noise I'm not coming and if you scream or die well I'm Gonna leave you. I will leave both of you so quickly. <laughs> you're the one with the Ouija board. I feel like you're the most likely out of the three. <laughs> I'm the most likely to get possessed. Fine. <laughs> and we ain't coming to get you because I ain't dealing with that. I, that's too much baggage for me to deal with. Um, but, you know, if you could, if you are possessed, could you get the demon to still be able to make our appointments to do the podcast? And then uh, we'll just have a demon as our guest. And that'll be fine. You know, we'll make I that. I mean, that would have to do, like, split audio for me. I wonder if I could do, like, the double voice at the same time. <laughs> harmonize. I mean, I think I'd you like, harmonize with the demon. In Paranormal Activity, uh, they catch on film her doing the del- the demon double speak. So, you know, I, it's possible to catch it on film. So, I guess, yeah, that's you know. true. <laughs> All right. And on that note, um, quickly give, on a scale of one to five, how would you rate the movie unhinged and you could do 0.5 or however you like um i thought right. we were doing letter grades we've been doing letter grades okay let's do letters we need to be consistent let's, though all right we can't oh, wait, just, we are can't we doing script because we forget what we did the last time look this whole episode is nonsense it is it's true we're this just going with that this is the most all over the we place have not episode. stayed I on any listen. topic Jerome, title this episode M-I-C-S, I mean M-I-S-C, period. (laughs) 
Maybe. It's, it's, um, it's just, I, I, I'm going to say it right now on behalf of the entire Behind the Usher Station crew, uh, we apologize if you cannot follow this con- this uh, podcast this week. Uh, this has just been a, a stream of consciousness is what this has been. Of just, I like, think it's just everything we've popped into the mind. Everything we have built up for so long with the quarantine and everything going on. I have a lot of time today. Because we'll, at my we'll job, I'm just putting insurances. Yeah, we'll get it together for the next few. But for right now, this is the best unhinged review from us you will get. All right. So And it literally is an unhinged review. <laughs> That's true. This is an That's unhinged true. episode. That being said, my letter grade for this movie is a C. I think it's um average. Um if you if like I would say if you like um, also, you know, we didn't talk about this, the aspect that this movie's filmed, like the, the script is supposed to take place in one whole day, which adds a different element to the horror because it's like, okay, yeah, like it takes people time to respond to things or whatever. It's not like there's been like a week. And so police can just like investigate. You, it's, not even a, it's not even a full day if you think about it because she did pick up her son before school has ended. So there's like maybe at most like a five hour range all of this is occurring yeah so you know so i i think that aspect if you like those type of movies where like movies like training day or whatever is it as good as training day no but it's still it still is entertaining from start to finish you can kind of sit back enjoy you know eat your popcorn enjoy it and watch the movie so if you if you're into just having a nice popcorn film to just chill and just watch um with your friends or whatever like that and hinge is perfect for that um, so it's it's a C. It's an average. It was a, it was a fun drive-in movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I think we should have saw Bill and Ted instead. Oh my. I would. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the first one. Should I? What? Yeah. There's two. There is two. Uh, Bill and Ted's really awesome awesome adventure, and the next one is the bogus adventure. Bogus journey. Bogus journey. Maybe they'll bring it back, and we can go back. And cross that bridge, and find. You should out just watch it. Watch all three. Well, of it's them. not there now. I actually looked up rodeo drive and stuff to see what uh, what's in the showings. It's not Bill and Ted. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, really, I'll it was nothing that I was interested in on. Um, yeah. I, well, then I love Keanu Reeves on the rodeo drive-in. So I was like, yeah. I love Keanu Reeves. We should do uh, an episode about him. What What's your letter grade, Jonathan? Uh. Okay. I'll have to go with the C plus. Um, it was fun. Uh, I yeah, it was. I, I'll say plus because I like that concept of like the like um, what's it called uh, happening in real time type of movies and shows and stuff like that because I feel like it's much more exciting when something is you know happening all at once rather than happening over a period of time um i liked the action the action was pretty good there was a part where um i think jerome you went to the bathroom and there was like a car that exploded i'm like jerome missed this part oh yeah i did and it was a journey to get to that bathroom too i had to walk all the way across the freaking field to get to the bathroom and back. So I missed a lot. I missed the whole thing. I got worried about you when you went to go get facts. One, yeah. you left your phone and it got dark fast. And you and were like, for what, like 45 minutes? Yeah, it felt so long. the line was long. All right, everybody had the same idea. I'm gonna get my snacks early so that way I don't miss the movie. They say, they actually say, I looked on the Facebook page, they actually say, our lines for snacks get really long. So please be prepared for a wait. Mm-hmm. That's in, but we got worried about you because it was dark. It, was, it just got dark so fast, man. And I'm not going to lie. Like, you are not visible that well in the dark. Listen, my people thrive in the dark, all right? They wouldn't find me anyway. I would just run, I would just run into the You woods. would get run over by a car. <laughs> I'm not going to run into the highway. <laughs> no, not you. No, there were people driving on the grass. That's how we got in. Oh, well, you, you know, I mean, we'll figure that out. You know, I can see the lights. They just can't see me. I can see them. They got lights on and stuff. They're driving. Yeah, but they're the ones who are going to hit you. I wasn't worried about you hitting a car. Unhinged taught me anything. As long as Russell Crowe's not driving, I'll be all right. Well, now you know, Jerome, bring your phone next time. Yeah, come on. 
And that way you won't be so bored in the in the line. Truth be told, I just forgot that I didn't have my phone on me. I forgot I put it in your cup holder or whatever. So when I but but I was like, all right, I'm already in line. I'm not gonna get out. I'm gonna go walk back phone and come back. Like at that point, I'm just gonna be like, look, y'all just gonna be hungry. Like that's that's just what that's gonna be. How it's gonna be. But I, I was bored because I wanted to just jump in everybody's conversation just to just for some stimulation to just be like, hey, excuse me, ma'am. I know y'all are talking about uh, what's going on and everything, you know, your recent gynecologist visit, but can I just jump in and just, just be a part of the conversation real quick? I do that sometimes. I'll just get involved in people's conversations when I'm bored. Or I'll tell them, I'm like, look, I'm eavesdropping. Can I, can you tell me what happened there? And like, people are really chill with it for some reason with me. They're usually like, yeah, okay, here's what's going on. I'm like, I told a Wendy's driver, uh, Wendy's employee, because they were mad because like, I want to say it was Uber Eats had pulled up through the drive-thru and they're like, it's Uber Eats and then kept going. And then I could hear her huff and I'm like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, the Uber Eats people, they, you know, they don't tell you what order they're picking up. They don't tell you the number. They don't tell you anything. And they wait to get to the window. Well, we don't have the food presented there. And uh, she's like, I shouldn't even give them the food. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't give it to him. Screw him. And she's like, I shouldn't give it to him. I'm like, don't take his order. Like, I was encouraging that, that behavior. I'm sure she did, but still, I was like, don't do it. I'll get in the middle of things. Might not have. You know, she might have she might have made an executive decision that day. Maybe she should have. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn the hard way. I'm going to hold on to the food. Matter of fact, I'm going to eat it in your face. <laughs> uh, Alex, what is, last and not least, what is your letter grade? I would have to say, like, a D because somehow like there was a lot of issues with script I really did like the actors but the driving kind of got me sometimes because the massive truck he had should not have had the turn radius it did of that tiny little car my beetle has the turning radius it's great I can literally just go um, my sister has a sedan, a Toyota, and that has a wider turning radius than me. The amount he was doing should have flipped over the truck I don't know how many times. And he didn't seem to have gotten gas. How is this tr- That type of car also eats up gas for a city, too. And, like, all of a sudden, there was no traffic, too. Like, they got, tra- they got hit in traffic once, and then all of a sudden, it all cleared up. I, I never thought about that. That is true. We never see him stop at a gas station. <laughs> he stopped at the gas station, but he just menacingly watched her. Yeah, he stopped at the gas station to, to uh, be intimidated. He didn't actually pick up yeah. gas. Although that would have been funny if he stopped at the gas station and she was like, oh, my God, that's the same truck. And then he walked in and she's like all nervous. And he's like, excuse me, can I get uh, 20 on pump five? How you doing? All right. And then, and then just get Pretty much, yeah. And like that type of truck, it was huge and unnecessary. Uh, and that was so like, you should have gotten gas like three times during this five hour trip you did because you were just well, he hurting through gas. And remember, that's that's where uh... we just said that. Oh, wow. I like you tapped out. <laughs> I was looking yeah. up this, but I was so I was looking up the Rotten Tomatoes. Score. Oh, what's what's the Rotten Tomato score? Uh, the Rotten Tomato uh, Tomato Meter score is forty seven percent, which is like better than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was might have been. In they the- get they give them a better grade than we did. Yeah. yeah. The audience score is seventy seven percent. I, I really think audience. I think an audiences would like this movie. It's like I said, it's a popcorn flick. It's something you put on, like the average moviegoer would just be like, yeah, it's a fun movie, whatever. Like, if you're analyzing it for, like, deeper than that, you can give it, like, a C or a D or even lower than that, depending on what you're looking for. But when you're just turning it on just to have a good time, that's it's a good true, time. It, it's a It's a simplicity. Crazy man drives car. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, there's a simplicity to it that's just, yeah, a good movie to watch where you're just, like, it's chill. It's mm-hmm. not chill, but it's, like, something you just watch. There's no like experiment where it's like this could go either horribly right or horribly wrong. Right. And there's no like, oh, I never knew moment either. There's no shock and awe or anything like that. So it's like, oh, okay, he is crazy. 
Right. And that's about it. Yeah. Gonna die. It. Like it's straight up like he's gonna try to kill you. Why? Because he's just unhinged. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our unhinged review of unhinged. <laughs> That was uh, just an unhinged podcast. Uh, it, was, it was a mess. But you know what? We talked about a lot of topics today. We talked about childbirth and, uh, you know, uh, road rage. And- we went from childbirth <laughs> to unhinged. And I will even have to listen to this podcast, this episode, to figure out how this all to happened. See the progression of this conversation. <laughs> and I will have to ask my mother about that Richard Gere movie. I kind of want to watch it again. Look, as a woman, I can say childbirth is natural and it's an experience. I don't have any children and I understand some women do. However, it is also very, very disgusting. There's a lot of fluids and most likely a woman will also poop on the table. Nobody tells you that. Yeah, I like, I just heard that for like the first time, like maybe like two years ago. And I was like, wow, I really didn't think about that because yeah, it's they just tell you to motion. bring her down, you know? And naturally, it's the motion you do. All yeah. right. And now on that note, where can we find you find people on Instagrams and the Facebooks and the social? I don't think I want anybody to find me right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm at Fuzzy Logic 22 on Instagram, and that's pretty much where I live right now. I really got to change that name. If anybody's got any suggestions, you could find me at Jonathan Keys. Uh, you can find me at not Jerome Rhett on uh, Instagram and also the uh, Mr. G Rome TV on YouTube. Um, although that might migrate, we'll find you'll find out if it does. Uh, all the all the content from that channel. So, but for now, Mr. G Rome TV at YouTube. All right, and we will see you all next time. I don't know why I did the salute, but I just decided to. Well, because you know now we have a visual medium, so you know it's a nice nice goodbye. Nice exactly. Goodbye, everyone. See you all next time. Bye. Goodbye.